Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. On today's episode, we chat about Saturday's game against Indiana with Locked On Hoosiers' Jacob Rude for the first two segments, and then we get you into the weekend with some Super Bowl prop bet fun, courtesy of BetOnline.net. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans. Your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Spartan fans? Happy Friday to you. Happy uh, eve of the eve of Super Bowl Sunday. Happy Waste Management Phoenix Open Weekend, one of my favorite weekends of the year. Hope that your Friday is off to a splendid start here, and uh, hopefully we can help get this Friday off to a hot start as well. Uh, yeah, our Michigan State basketball Spartans, they are back on the court again tomorrow, 3.30 on Fox against Indiana at home, Breslin Center. Hopefully this is the time to turn things around. To help us discuss that game is going to be Jacob Rude of Locked on Hoosiers. Uh, he might be a familiar voice to you if you listen to our pregame chat uh, back in football season before Michigan State played that barn burner of a game against Indiana on the football field. But before we get to him, hey, just want to thank you for making Locked on Spartans your first listen every single day. And I'm also going to ask you to please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you ever want to reach out, hit us up at LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. All right, well, hey, without further ado, let's, let's chat about what's going to be going on tomorrow at 3.30 at Breslin Center with... Locked on Hoosiers, Jacob Rude. I got to give a shout out to the Michigan State women's team because they beat Michigan tonight, and now the IU women's basketball team is in first place in the Big Ten because of it. So uh, shout out to the Spartans for knocking off Michigan tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Susie Merchant just got herself five more years in East Lansing. So, yeah, big <laughs> win over uh, Michigan, who's a top five team. So, yeah. Thank you for shouting that out, because I was going to try to shoehorn that into the podcast somewhere, but like the professional you are, look at you just getting after. That's what I'm talking about, Jacob. My man. My man. I saw that amidst all the, the chaos of the day. The The women's team does play, the two women's teams, IU and Michigan State, do play on Saturday at almost the exact same time, but we are going to talk about the men's game uh, this week, or I should say in this episode. Uh, yeah. It is an interesting time. For IU basketball, before we, I kind of dive into that, just how has Michigan State been this season? Oh, great! I, okay, honestly, like for the season as a whole, like it, it was, it was good. It was good. It was really good. Um, Michigan State started the season right outside the top twenty-five. They were the twenty-sixth team to get votes in the AP, and then they have a pretty good start. Okay, okay, Shona and Atlantis really hot start to Big Ten play. Jacob, recently, now we're becoming that team that everyone thought we were, right outside the top 25. Um, we have a center who's awesome, Marcus Bingham. He can only play 20 minutes a game. Okay, so his backups at the center position, uh, Julius Marble, he takes quite frequent tri uh, trips to outer space when he's on defense, <laughs> which is not ideal whatsoever. So now we got to play some of our four guys at the center position when Marcus Bingham can't play. Okay, our starting point guard, Tyson Walker, no confidence whatsoever anymore. And then our backup point guard, A.J. Hogard, he's pretty good some games, but most games, oh boy, it's quite the trip. And then now, okay, so our best two-way player, Max Christie, he's the true freshman, so we're just throwing all sorts of responsibility on him. That's a long way of saying that it's 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 a tough stretch that we're in right now, and 
yeah, at the height of the season, hey, things were looking okay for Michigan State. I, hey, on my podcast, we were having fun conversations like, oh, is this a three seed or a two seed in March Madness? Okay, now, now we're back to reality, and now we're kind of <laughs> at that five seed line, at the six seed line, and now we're just trying to claw our way back into happy times here in East Lansing. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, peachy times over here uh, in, in good old Spartan country. Um, how- how about you? Okay, like obviously you guys are coming off an interesting game where you suspended what twenty seven players for the, the <laughs> Northwestern game. I mean, so it's it's been interesting times in Bloomington. But I, take take it away from here. How was the first year in the Mike Woodson era going for you guys? Overall, uh, very good. I don't okay. think anybody quite expected uh, the Hoosiers to be sixteen and seven at this point in the season. Uh, but as you said, it was a weird week this week yeah. uh, that that northwestern game looked like a winnable game and in reality it was but just prior to tip off maybe 30 minutes beforehand word started getting out uh our radio play-by-play announcer has been there forever and he kind of mentions offhand hoosiers are going to be shorthanded tonight and nobody really knew what that meant because nobody right. there was one injury but everybody knew about that and right before they air an interview with the head coach uh, just before the game on the radio, and he announces that five players are suspended. And it was two starters and three rotation players. Great. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so Indiana also had an injury to their backup point guard. Their starting point guard was one of them suspended. The third string point guard was one of them suspended. IU went into that Northwestern game with two guards, uh, only seven scholarship players, only six of them oh. played. Um, and one walk on played for three minutes in the first half because of foul trouble. And yet they only lost by eight to Northwestern, which was maddening. Um, yeah, sure. Tr- yeah. Trey Jackson Davis played 39 minutes. Uh, Trey Galloway was our de facto point guard on the night. Uh, he played the first 37 minutes of the game and then fouled out. He did not sit until he fouled out, and he looked like he could barely stand when he fouled out. So it was a weird time. Uh, ultimately, those players will be back on Saturday. Mike Woodson, the way he kind of handles things, doesn't ever really tell what is going on. The rumors ran kind of wild with this one, and he just okay. had to address it. And it was ultimately they missed curfew the night before, and he laid the hammer down because five kids did it, and the result was – now we're coming off our first losing streak of the season as we head into this Michigan State game. So uh, it seems like it's two teams who are not coming in on the highest of highs this season. Yeah, it, it took the words out of my mouth. A, a, lot, a lot of turbulence here. And listen, th- this is a popular thing in uh, Michigan State, oddly enough, because I, you know what? Like Michigan State, pretty successful program over the last few years, if not decades. But I think I heard the stat, and this is just great podcast, and just going willy-nilly on the stat without fact-checking <laughs> it, is that I think seven times in the last 10 years, Michigan State has had a three-game losing streak just in the middle of their season. So th- this is old hat here in Michigan State country. But then again, usually those are a little different. Usually we have a Cassius Winston who's a point guard that can be a calming presence. Like, we don't really have – that go-to guy. Sure, we have seniors and we have captains on our team, but like they're a little too inconsistent to be a guy that you could just always rely on. Right now, it would be Malik Hall. Okay, 
Malik Hall is a guy that comes off the bench right now for Michigan State. Now things can possibly change. He should probably slide into the starting four position, but a lot of mystery. A lot of way, way, way too much inconsistent players on our team. Like Gabe Brown, he's awesome. Okay, against um, Rutgers. Shot six of seven behind the three-point line. He was on fire, and he's had games like that throughout the season. But, man, there's a lot of players at Michigan State that play like him where it's either you're going to get a great game, you're either going to get his, like, A, A-plus game, or you're going to get his D-minus game. There's not a lot in between there with uh, Gabe, and that goes for our backup point guard, A.J. Hogard, which I'm sure my listeners have never heard me say before. I'm kidding, I say it after every single game so far this season because that's just the way it is. But, yeah, it's just – it's it's turbulent, it's rocky, and hopefully we can – some semblance of consistency starting on Saturday. But then again – Sorry, February. Like at some point, you are who you are. So I, I don't know, man. That's uh, I, I'm just gonna cut to the chase. If we're ever gonna do a prediction part of this podcast, like I'm, I'm just gonna opt out of it right now and say like, ah, <laughs> Indiana can win or lose by twenty. I, I, I don't know who's to say because it's just, I don't know what MSU team's ever gonna come out any game this season. So yeah, sorry, I'm just gonna ramble there for a little bit, but. Hey, it's said, a podcast. Know, that's what that's what we're yeah. supposed to do. We're supposed that's to. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, we can dive in a little deeper into. I mean, we you can ask a little bit about IU here in a moment. There is sure. no line out for the game yet, but Matt, if somebody did want to bet on this game, where could they possibly go? And we are not done chatting about Saturday's game just yet. I just have to talk to you, fine folks, about BetOnline.net. Woo! BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, and you'll get to know that in the third segment. As football continues its march to the playoffs, right to the big game in just two days. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all the sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time updates of current games. How fun is that? So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. It's Bet Online where the game starts. It's Super Week and it's brought to you by Get Upside, and there is no better place to get coverage of the big game than with the Locked On NFL podcast. The fine folks at Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are in LA all week covering the big game, so go check them out before tuning in to Sunday's Super Bowl. So uh, you have certainly given us plenty of information sure. about Michigan State so far. So uh, what is it about the Hoosiers you are interested in or need to know more about on uh, for Saturday's game? Yeah, this is one of my favorite questions that I love to ask um, other hosts or other you know media members that I interview. And simply to the point, and this is really topical for this conversation because we're recording at 11.15 at night. <laughs> Jacob... What should keep me up tonight about Indiana? What, as a Michigan State fan, should I just be staring at the ceiling, shaking my head about, like, oh, God, there's no way we have a shot Saturday? Take me to church, Jacob. Uh, this one, I would imagine, is a pretty easy one to answer, and it's Chase Jackson Davis. Uh, he is – he, yeah, he is playing at an All-American level. He's playing at a – I mean, the Big Ten has some – incredible players this season and he's right up there uh, in that running for big 10 player of the year uh, ultimately i would imagine the hoosiers aren't going to have a good enough record to for him to pass the likes of kofi coburn or uh, zach Eady, travion williams whoever it might be johnny davis but um trace jackson davis has been the rock for this team you kind of mentioned michigan state not necessarily having that type of person that's 
that has been <laughs> Trey Jackson Davis has been that guy for Indiana um, yeah. to the point that I would imagine Tom Izzo's entire defensive game plan is going to be uh, focused on Trace Jackson Davis. There's been a lot of times um, IU's offense has let him down. Uh, I Offensively, IU is a very middle-of-the-road team, probably trending um, downward even throughout the season. Uh, in the Big Ten, uh, according to Ken Palm, they're 12th in offensive efficiency. They're 109th overall. Um, so if we're talking kind of individual players, things of that nature, Trace Jackson Davis, when he gets it going, has been a handful. Now, the good news for Michigan State is he's in a bit of a funk right now. Uh, he played Kofi Coburn in Illinois last Saturday, and it didn't go well at all. He got sure. in foul trouble right away. Uh, yeah. When he came back, Kofi Coburn is a large person and made life pretty difficult for Trace Jackson Davis. Um, Tuesday, I'm not even sure how much to take away from that game. It was so odd. Northwestern sure. didn't know that we had guys suspended. So early in the game, uh, Trace was kind of getting what he wanted. Northwestern realized, oh, they don't really have anyone else. So we're just going to swarm around Trace. And the night got progressively worse and worse. He also, as I said, played 39 minutes. So he was exhausted by the end of that game as well. But the result is back-to-back -back games that he hasn't looked great. Uh, it hasn't been something he's done a lot this season so maybe in that sense he's due for a breakout uh but if there's kind of one player to worry about it's absolutely trace jackson davis and like i was talking earlier like michigan state is littered with guys that go super hot or super cold who is that on indiana is there like a single player where it's like okay it's either you're going to get a dynamite game from him or a dud game from him because and i asked this because Michigan State is no stranger of letting those kind of guys go nuclear whenever they face them. So is there a, a microwave, whether it be off the bench or a sneaky starter that really doesn't have the biggest numbers on paper but can you know be viable for 20 points at any time? Yeah, I would say it, at this point it is probably Xavier Johnson. Uh, he's the starting point yeah. guard. He was one of the guys suspended for Tuesday. So it, I'm not entirely sure how those guys are going to respond but Xavier Johnson started off the year pretty rough. He's a transfer. Uh, a lot of this IU team kind of transferred in. Xavier Johnson came from Pitt. Uh, he's been the starting point guard since day one. There were some learning curves, some bumps in the road, uh, but he's only kind of trended upward as the season has gone along. Even with that, though, it's still rocky at times. <laughs> um, it's... Uh, he, he's overall kind of established himself as the starting point guard, uh, but there were moments, there was a loss to Wisconsin where uh, he was just, I don't mean to be too harsh on him, but it was a very rough night for yeah. him. He And um, there, there's been games throughout the season. Uh, that Wisconsin game, he finished 4 of 16. Um, there's been games, kind of moments like that throughout the season, uh, but he has, he has been trending upward um there was a win over maryland about two weeks ago where uh, he only shot one of eight but for most of that game he was probably i use uh kind of most dynamic player i guess would be the best way to describe it he's a pest on defense uh he can get into the lane he's not <laughs> you're the first time he shoots you're probably going to laugh out loud because it is okay. a <laughs> it is a funky is a funky jumper at the beginning of the year I described it as Lonzo Ball without the makes. 
Uh, oh it it has it has gotten a little bit better. He's a thirty five percent three point shooter. That's um, not bad. Okay. Yeah, right. there's been times where uh, opposing defenses Minnesota played IU earlier in the year, and they just didn't guard our point guards at the three point line because they were so bad at that point in the season. Um, it didn't work for them, but they uh, they tried yeah. it. Um, but Xavier Johnson has kind of trended upward. That Illinois game, he was the IU's best player. Uh, he can get into the lane. He's a, a really nice passer. Um, he can finish around the rim. He's going to be a bit of a pest defensively and just be up in you. It's led to some foul problems. So uh, he can get into foul trouble, have four fouls, and play 12 minutes on Saturday. Or he could be the best player on the floor for IU score 20 points and lead them to a victory. And the, the defensive aspect of his game kind of fascinates me. And just, you know, that leads into my next question here is that Indiana, I saw has a top 20 defensive efficiency team right now. Why point blank? Why is it is just like incredible interior defense is just because you guys are so sticky on everyone. Like what, what is the makeup of this defense that makes Indiana a strong defensive team and team in this conference? Yeah, one of the biggest things Mike Woodson has done is uh, get Trace Jackson Davis to commit himself on that end of the floor. Not that okay. he, he he wasn't necessarily, but he he's fully bought into what Mike Woodson has done. And when your kind of star player, your leader does that, everybody else follows suit. Trace Jackson Davis is honestly one of the best rim protectors maybe in the country. Uh, his block rate on Ken Palm is 39th in the country. Um, he is, he's been incredible on that end of the floor. You have him as kind of a rim protector, uh, race Thompson, who I don't think I've mentioned yet, but he's kind of the, the forward that if there's an EJ Liddell on the other team, somebody like that, he can take, he shut down EJ Liddell in the game earlier this season. And then the guards, Xavier Johnson is just that kind of annoying guard that's always right up on you, always sure. making life miserable. Trey Galloway, who might make his uh, first kind of real start, that Northwestern game notwithstanding, uh, on Saturday, has done really good on some really tough assignments. Uh, he got so into kind of Jaden Ivey's head against Purdue that Jaden Ivey just two-hand shoved him to the ground off the ball and got <laughs> a flagrant foul called on him. Assembly Hall loved that. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he's done well on that side. So ultimately, just from a scheme standpoint, Trace Jackson Davis has been so good at defending the rim that it allows the guards to be super aggressive on the perimeter. And they know that if something happens and they get blown by that Trace is there to kind of clean up any messes. Um, so it's kind of two pronged, but I would say it starts with Trace. Um, overall, I use eighth in the country and block percentage. Uh, and they've been incredible at defending the inside the arc. They're sixth in the country on two-point percentage. Uh, they're eighth in the country overall in defensive effective field goal percentage. So um, it, the interior between Trace, between Race, typically is um, kind of battened down. And then out on the perimeter, they have a bunch of different kinds of, of guards, guys that can chase, guys that can get up all of it, all in your – in your grill, in your face, whatever you want to call it, and make life miserable for you. It's not what I wanted to hear at all. 
at all. <laughs> at all. That's great. Fantastic. Awesome. Because, yeah, uh, defense never travels on the road. So, perfect. This should be a, a PG game here. <laughs> I just got one quick question here. I, I cheated. I, I went to BartTorvik.com to see how they are projecting this game. It's a blowout for Michigan State. Uh, they, they expect them to win by two points, uh, 69 <laughs> to 67. Uh, does that sound about right to you, or are you a little surprised at that projection that BartTorvik.com has right now? Because to me, like, that sounds about right. I mean, you know, home game for Michigan State. Both teams are very comparable, but your take on it. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm expecting. Um, Ken Palm is right there. They predict it 69 65. Um, yep. Yeah, that's. The, the idea I have, IU hasn't been, they struggled early on in the season on the road. Um, they've gotten a little bit better, but their first road win didn't come until the middle of January. Um, they've gotcha. lost at Penn State. They had uh, games at Wisconsin and Iowa where they played really, really great in one half and then just completely imploded in the second half and lost both those games. Um, so they haven't played great on the road all season. They did absolutely throttle Maryland, but this is that's a, a pretty bad Maryland team. Um, so that that seems about right. If IU plays well, uh, it, it's certainly I think a winnable game, but just based on the kind of entire sample size that we have, um, I, I would imagine this is going to be a pretty close game. As you kind of said with defense, it's always going to keep you in the game. There haven't been many yeah. times this season that. IU's really just been blown out. Uh, that Illinois game, Illinois is really good. <laughs> and <Right>. then uh, <laughs> there was a game against Michigan earlier this year where Michigan just kind of caught fire from three. IU gave up a bunch of open looks. And those are the only two times IU's been blown out this season. So IU tends to keep games close even if they lose. Um, so I would expect a pretty close one on Saturday. Fair. Can't wait. Should be should be a blast. I'll be very relaxed for the entire game. That's <laughs> That's the one good thing about this season is that a lot of IU fans didn't come in with a lot of expectations. So and at least for me, even there's been a couple moments where it's been really frustrating. That Wisconsin game, sure. For whatever reason, the Cole Center is just this house of horrors for us. IU has literally never won in the Cole Center. It's been around since <laughs> The mid nineties, wow. I believe. IU has never won there. For all the teams they've had, wow. for all the Big Ten titles they've won uh, in that span, the the number one ranked teams they've had, they have never won at Wisconsin. And they That's were crazy. running them. Yeah, they were running them off the floor in the first half. They're up by twenty three points. Oh, I game. I remember that game now. Sorry, yeah. yeah. And lost, that, now they lost back. that game, and so that was really the only time I was frustrated but that had as much to do with the fact that it was wisconsin of all teams and more than just i mean the performance was frustrating but this has been a season without a lot of expectations and it's fun because barring a collapse that doesn't seem like it's going to happen knock on wood i use going to be back in the tournament and that's all we really want right now so it's kind of two very different expectations with these programs right now Huge, huge thanks to uh, Jacob Root of Locked On Hoosiers. And he doesn't just do that. He does a lot for the Locked On Podcast Network. So massive thanks to him for uh, finding some time to chat with us about Saturday's game here. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you're a little more prepared. Hopefully you're feeling okay about it. I'm sure we all have differing feelings and opinions on how tomorrow's going to go. But, hey, stay tuned to find out. We'll be back on Monday to chat about it as well. 
We're not just done yet with the show, though. We got some hot Super Bowl props for you in a hot second. I, I just got to talk to you beautiful people about Built Bar first. That's right. It's mid-November. Mid-November? What am I talking about? It's mid-February. Jesus, only off by 10 months there. It's mid-February. And uh, by about this time of the year, a lot of people are tailing off on their New Year's resolutions. But not me. And I have Built Bar to thank for that. Also... Tonight, I, I did a, a couple's workout session with my lovely wife, who is an instructor at a local fitness studio. And usually when I do this with her, I die. But Built Bar had me living during that workout. So thank you, Built Bar, for your New Year's resolutions, for helping me stay alive so I don't die at the hands of my wife during our couple's workout. And uh, how do they do it? Well, first got to start off by you know, taking it out of the wrapper. And it is so good. Wrapped in 100% real chocolate. It's soft. It's chewy. It is a delight to eat. It feels like you're eating a candy bar. But here is what gets you through the workout. It's the 130 calories. It's just the low total of 4 grams of sugar, just 4 grams of net carbs, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. They're getting you through workouts. They're getting you through your yard work, your snow shoveling, your day at the office, your day watching the kids, whatever it is. Built Bar is getting you through it with their awesome tasting protein bars. And also, they're going to save some money for you. That's right. Head to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. One more time. Use promo code LOCKED15 and that's going to get you 15% off at Built.com to get your Built Bars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh, one of the most lovely times of the year for uh, gambling fiends everywhere out there. And uh, if you are looking for some fun props, head to betonline.net. You might say to yourself, well, no, I already got my you know, my sportsbook app, my, my website that I go to. They already have props. Well, I'm sure they do. But we're not here to talk about the old boring prop bets. You know, I, I can give it to you. Okay, sure. Uh, over 37.5 for longest field goal. And, ooh, if you want to spice it up, yeah, I'm going to go with blue Gatorade coming out of that jug. Yeah, okay. no, no, no. BetOnline takes it a, a notch above the classic Super Bowl prop bets that we always uh, talk about. Like, okay, sure, they, they do have the, the typical stuff if you have a good feeling about will there be a penalty for roughing the passer? Yes, at plus 140 odds. Uh, yeah, go for it. Like, BetOnline.net has all the ones that you're probably looking for. How about this, though? Does, does your sportsbook app have? Will Mickey Guyton, the national anthem singer, show cleavage? Well, she sings the national anthem. That's right. BetOnline gets down to the nitty-gritty. They're here for the people. They are here to entertain you every single millisecond of the Super Bowl. We got anthem props. We got commercial props. We got Joe Biden interview props. We got it all here. So, will Mickey Guyton show cleavage? I got to say, I, did, I, I was not hip to uh, who this uh, lovely lady is. I had to do some research, and it's split on Google Images. So, no is minus 200. Yes is plus 150. Uh, I am a respectful gentleman. I will not be uh, just openly rooting for, for cleavage. That doesn't sit right with me because I'm an upstanding citizen. So I will take no at minus 200. But if you want the juice, plus 150 ain't bad odds, I got to say. Okay, so um, that, that that's kind of what the, the tone is for betonline.net's prop bets. They've got at least, I know they got dozens. It might be hundreds of prop bets. Like, just check them out. Betonline.net, you, you will kill plenty of time uh, sifting through all of these props. We're not done with talking Anthem. We, we are done talking cleavage, but not Anthem. Like, number of planes in the flyover. The over-under is at five. Now, that's a juicy one. 
And uh, I did a little bit of research for this. Uh, the last few years, you know, there's just three planes. You know, it, it, it's the stealth bomber. It's the, the other big... I don't know. I'm not a military plane guy other than just accepting the fact that they're pretty cool. And yeah, I get it. Like, oh, flyovers are a waste of government money. Ah, screw it. Waste it. It looks so cool when uh, they fly over the stadium for the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm not above that. Um, I'm going to go with over... Five at plus 125. If you want under five, it's minus 160. Now, usually the, the formation, you, you get the head plane, you get the two behind that, the two behind that, is what I thought, but then I look it up. Oh my goodness, the Super Bowl at San Francisco, they had six planes up in the air, baby. So yeah, you know what? The more planes, the merrier. I'm rooting for planes. I'm rooting for aircrafts. So we're going to go over five at plus 125. Of course, we got the commercial props, right? And uh, this is uh, one that's a fun one. What will be said first during either commercial break? What of the following words will be said first? Bitcoin, minus 120. Metaverse, minus 110. NFT, plus 500. And Ethereum? I don't know. It shows you how much I know about that whole world. Ethereum? E Ethereum? I don't know. I'm not saying it right. I'm not betting on it either because that is 12 to 1 odds. Pretty steep odds. So Bitcoin and Metaverse, they are the leaders in the clubhouse. And they're fun buzzwords lately. But I think NFT has been a really fun buzzword lately. And being in the ad world for a hot second myself, uh, I think leading up to this, the last four months, yeah, NFTs are hot in the streets. I love the value at 5 to 1 right there. Just put 10 bucks on it, you're going to get paid 50 if the words NFT are going to be said first during commercial break. Also, another commercial prop. Will Anheuser-Busch, I'm sorry, which Anheuser-Busch brand commercial will run first? Anheuser-Busch, they spend $2.6 trillion every Super Bowl pumping out their brands. So they got six listed right here. Let's just go right down to them. Budweiser's the leader, plus 170. Bud Light next, plus 200. Michelob Ultra, plus 400. Cutwater Spirits, plus 450. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, plus 600. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, plus 700. I always feel like the first commercial break has a Bud Light or Anheuser-Busch brand in it. And when there's a new sub-brand hot in the streets, they're going to want to pump that out sooner than later because that first commercial break, that's where the big bucks. you got to pay some massive, massive money. So you want to make it count. You want to throw something out that, that you're really trying to push on the people. So that's why I like Bud Light Next at plus 200. I don't know much about Bud Light Next, but I'm sure we will. After Sunday, because they will hammer it into our brains, I think, right off the bat here. A Dark Horse, I do like Cutwater Spirits at plus 450. Again, like they, they got a new product. They're going to beat us over the head with it uh, before we can even know it. How about this for a little MSU spin right here for a prop bet? Who will be shown first during the game? Magic Johnson, plus 200. LeBron James, plus 250. Kevin Hart, plus 275. Justin Timberlake, plus 300. And Clayton Kershaw, Plus 500. Okay, honestly, uh, Clayton Kershaw's not bad value because, little known fact, very little known fact, uh, Clayton Kershaw, Matt Stafford, high school classmates together. How fun is that? So, that's not a bad 5-1 to one odds right there. But, the Magic Man, Magic Johnson, ever so popular, we're a Michigan State podcast, sure, that, that'll be my official bet, even though I, I love the Clayton Kershaw value on that. Also, I, I, here we go. Let's do it. Uh, some cross-sports prop bets. And uh, really, when betonline.net says cross-sport, sometimes they don't even mean sports. Like, for example, this one right here. Tyler Boyd receiving yards in the Super Bowl 
or Biden's approval rating on March 1st, 2022, which will be higher. Did like about 90 seconds of research. Right now, we got Biden humming around 40%. Okay. Tyler Boyd, not really utilized in the last few weeks in the Bengals offense, but isn't that just the perfect time to bet on Tyler Boyd? It's about even odds right now. You're going to get the same juice on, on, on these right now. I think Tyler Boyd comes to life here in the Super Bowl and he can eclipse a 40% number. And we're not done talking Biden yet for uh, for our props. Mm-mm, nope. So Biden's going to be doing an interview. And betonline.net has odds on what will Biden say first in his interview. Ukraine, plus 200. Jobs, plus 200. Economy, plus 200. Those are the three leaders in the clubhouse. Moonshot is plus 550. Childcare is 10 to 1 odds. And climate change is 14 to 1 odds as well. Super Bowl Sunday is a joyous event. It is where America shines the brightest, uh, some may say. Everyone's in a good mood. It's the end of the weekend. We're, we're all trying to be in good spirits. I've got a really hard time believing that we're going to be talking about the Ukrainian conflict uh, during Super Bowl Sunday. You talk about being a womp womp Debbie Downer. Joe Biden hopping on the mic and Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth talking about the Crimea conflict or the what's going on with the Russian and NATO and Ukrainian uh, relationship there. Really have a hard time believing that uh, Ukraine is going to be brought up during this interview. So, uh, I guess jobs. I'm going to go with jobs. Yeah, plus two to one. That, that seems fine. I, I don't know. Jobs seem to be in a better place than they were a few months or years ago. I don't know. If you can't tell by now, not really uh, too too heavy in into politics here. So, that's, that's where I am. At on that one. So yeah, jobs two to one. Let's go. Uh, and that was just a handful of props. I'm telling you, betonline.net. Just go window shop those prop bets. You will kill anywhere from one minute to one whole hour just surfing their prop bet sheets. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Again, we'll be back Monday. We're going to be talking about this Indiana MSU game. We'll be talking about anything that you want to talk about, really. Lockdownspartans at gmail.com. Hit us up there. And thank you so much for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day. Now go make Locked On Bets your second listen. That's right. If you didn't get enough betting talk right there, Locked On Bets is going to have you covered. Because they're your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's Locked On Bets. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Free and available where you get your podcast. Have a lovely weekend, everyone. Go Green.